Welcome to the People Priority Podcast, where we dig into topics that help you show up as your best self for you and your circle of influence. I'm your host, Julie Schneers, a teacher turned speaker, teen culture consultant, and leadership growth coach who loves people. Join me every week for conversations that will motivate, educate, and hopefully just inspire you to grow through the power of communication, connection, and confidence. Because you and your people, you're worth it. Welcome back to another episode of the People Priority Podcast. And today I'm really excited because the heart of me still is a teacher, which means we are gearing up for a new school year. There's all this new that's happening. My very favorite thing is walking into stores and seeing all of the school supplies, like a school supplies hoarder, even though I don't particularly need them anymore. It's something that I love and it reminds me of a fresh start, of new, of growth, an opportunity to do the things that we didn't get to do last year or to do things that we did last year even better. Of course, if you are not in education, the start of this school year does not necessarily mean a new year for you, but if you've got kids, you're sitting in that space. So today I want to talk about what your focus for this year is going to be. Now, if we are looking at this from a school perspective, then that's super easy to gear up for the new school year and get your kids ready and encouraged. However, please cross-apply everything that I'm sharing to business, to the space that you work in, because there's always an opportunity to start a new, fresh year. You may do it in January. There might be a new project. You can cross-apply here. But for the sake of where my heart is, where my kids are, and something that I feel is really impactful to share is what we are talking about today. As we gear up for what's new, what is sitting in the back of your mind? How do you gear up for what's new? What do you do to get yourself excited? What do you do to get your kids encouraged and ready to go back? Because I know that Half of us are ready for our children to go back. Half of the children are ready to go see their friends, but not get homework. Some of us are like, please don't make me have to get up again so early. I, everybody has a different place that they come from, but part of you is happy and excited and looking forward to what's next. And part of you is like, well, it's almost over. Summer is almost over. So when you do hit the bumps in the road that you're like, oh, I don't want to, how do you gear up and get encouraged? I love thinking through the new school year with a focus phrase. It's something that I did as a teacher. It's something that I have my kids do. As we look at the year, which is kind of like New Year's, but different, we look at the year in this new grade you're walking into or this new chapter or this new next step. And we ask, how can we grow? Which means we're sitting down and we're having conversations about last year an opportunity to reflect, which is beautiful in every space. And we're thinking through, how can I be better? Or how can I focus on something I struggled with last year? Or what is a space that I am excited to try to grow myself in because of this new opportunity or the fact that I'm going to be 
in the next grade level or working with these new people. When you reflect on where you've been and you think about what the next piece can hold, there should be some excitement on the opportunity sitting in that space. How do we create more excitement when we aren't excited might mean pointing out the positives. It might mean having some encouragement sitting in the sidelines just in case. So for me as a mom with my kids, that encouragement as we've reflected and we've talked about schools around the corner and we are gearing up for it and we're sitting in that zone of I'm kind of ready, but I'm not. I'm getting ready for the beginning of their school year. I'm getting ready for how can I encourage them so that they are excited? And how can I have sweet things in place that first week of school when they are really having to change the habit of going to bed late, getting up early and all the things? Putting plans in place. Help us be prepared for a next step. So if you're thinking not about school, you're thinking about your business life, fine. What are you doing to be prepared for next steps? What plans are you putting in place so that you can be lifted up or the people in your circle can be lifted up? Because change is going to be hard. Change is always hard. Growth is always painful. And if that's a truth, then how do we help navigate what could be coming down the pipe? That might sound like you're planning for negativity, but I think it's more just planning for positive reinforcement. Because even if the kids come home and they've had a really great day, there still might be a note in their lunchbox tomorrow. Because I'm so proud about how the start of school is going for you. It can still just be an encouragement of resolidifying the affirmations that maybe someone in a new space needs to hear. For you, how do you prepare for next steps for new? What other preparations do you need to do in business, in your school year, in life? And I know that everyone is different. I think it's important that we point that out. What brings me encouragement and excitement can be very different from you. Example, I love, especially when I was teaching, putting my planner for the year together. I really love having a game plan. I like writing it out. I like decorating it and making it pretty. It helps me remember that I have at least a game plan, knowing that I'm probably going to have to change and shift and be flexible. But having that game plan helps me feel like I can. Of course, if you would have asked the teacher next to me, that person would have said, absolutely not. That has not helped me at all. That actually makes me want to just claw my eyes out. So. Everyone's different. What you need to prepare could look very different. But I'm challenging you to think through, what do I need to put in place for this year? As I reflect on last year and the places that I struggle, the places that were frustrating, the places that were uncomfortable, what are ways I can prepare for the uncomfortable so that it's not as uncomfortable? How can I prepare for the things that frustrated me better so that maybe I'm not frustrated? And of course, every good plan is only that, a plan and a hope and a wish. You might not end up 
working through that route. It might be very different. I know, I know, but you need to prepare. Put your heart in a space that it feels prepared. Being prepared creates confidence in stepping forward. And those preparation talks with my kids for school even sounds like, what do you see in the first week of school? Because imagining what's next at least gears you up. Just like when I work with speakers and I tell them to imagine walking onto that stage, putting yourself on the stage, in the place, in your outfit, in front of the people with what you're going to say coming out of your mouth is you creating that imagery of positivity so that even if it doesn't go exactly like that, and even if you don't wear that outfit, the stage looks different and the people are different, it's just imagery. You still had a starting point. And a starting point helps your heart to have a little bit of ease. A starting point gives you a place to find courage. So have conversations about what it could look like. In preparing, we also buy school supplies. We buy our first day of school outfit. We get haircuts. We write all the little things that you do to make you feel your very best. So I'm wondering, what are you doing to make you feel your very best in the next step? In the new start, in the new chapter, what is going to make you feel ready? Or again, confident. I think your first day of school outfit is an important one. And I think it's important that your kid pick it and not you because it's about their confidence, not yours. So how do you create a most confident you in stepping forward? Might mean that you are preparing in those little ways that your head and heart might need. Now, getting ready for the year, I know, we, the school clothes shopping, it really is just a dread thing. It's not even something that I necessarily enjoy with my children. My daughter's at an age that everything I pick out is not cool. And you know what's funny is that I remember shopping with my mom and my mom would show me something and I didn't want to be rude. So I would say, oh, that would look good on you. And literally, I'm shopping with my daughter. This actually started last year. And she said the exact same thing to me. Heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. And I can see in her face just the pure trying not to hurt my feelings. And I remember how it felt when I was trying not to hurt my mother's feelings. From that point forward, I am really trying to just let my daughter pick whatever works. She's tall and thin, and it's very hard to things that fit her the way she wants them to fit her. So navigating clothes shopping is never fun. But Remembering that as we prepare for that, that it's important that she feel confident means I'm trying to let her make those decisions. And I'm trying to let her tell me what she needs. Because just like that planner example that I shared, we might need different things. And my son this year, when we went school clothes shopping, he doesn't need as much. He doesn't need the things that I think he needs. And he said, I don't want to go school clothes shopping anymore. I have a few things, the things that I actually need in my closet and I'm done and I don't want to go again. And I cringed a little because I didn't really think that we were done. I, I really thought we needed one more pair of jeans and shoes. And he said no. And I said, okay, because there's a lot of power in him moving forward confidently. And you know what? We can navigate that. If it doesn't work, 
the way that him and I thought it would work. But I'm really trying to let my kids navigate what's going to help them be most confident. And I'm asking myself those same questions. For this next year, for this new season, I feel like every year is still a new year. What do I want walking into this chapter? What's going to make me most confident? And what does success look like? Okay, so we've painted the picture what success could look like. We've reflected on places we want to grow and we have prepared. We've given ourselves all of the most beautiful opportunities to find time in our schedule for the haircuts and the clothes shopping that we do need. We have our backpacks, all the little things that make us feel our most confident selves. And then we get to have the focus conversations. That sounds like taking those reflection pieces and talking through them. And of course, reflecting when you don't want to think about last school year is sometimes hard. Or maybe when you're reflecting, you're thinking about moments that you didn't really love. But reflecting is so powerful. Reflecting on what went well, where you grew, and where you want to grow. And what could be this year links to where you've come from. It's really important that you look back and you think through where you've come from. Pause the whole getting ready for school analogy. And let's just talk about that in the realm of our success as a leader. If we don't take time to look back and reflect, reflect on what has gone well, where we started at least last year, what milestones were hit, what beautiful progress was made, what goals were accomplished, we are going to appreciate where we are now. And we're not going to be able to goal set in as good of a manner as we could if we were in the mindset of positive growth. Reflecting on where you have been and the goals that you've accomplished. The lessons you've learned even is really important in your growth. So take time to reflect on your last year. And when we're talking about your circle, it's important to look back and have those conversations with them too. Let's talk about where we were a year ago. Let's talk about where we've come from. Let's look at the goals we accomplished and the goals we want to reset because maybe they weren't, they didn't work out exactly the way we wanted them to. Those conversations are powerful. And of course, this is also where I say, don't wait a year to have that conversation. Please celebrate progress along the way. If you wait until the end of every year to just celebrate once, you could fall into the risk of being one of the companies that sits with the statistic of the number one reason people leave their job is lack of recognition programs. So don't be one of those places that loses your employees or creates quiet quitters because you didn't celebrate along the way. And if we are flipping back to being in the home space, how do you celebrate those little milestones that you have in your home with your kids along the way? Maybe that's where you want to goal set for this year. So we are doing the reflecting. We've remembered to talk about the things we've learned and the things that we've 
crushed and we're looking at next year. We've already talked about what success looks like. We've already painted a picture. We've already talked about the stresses of what's to come because it's important to voice those too. And now we plan. We plan a word or a phrase that we want to focus on. And sometimes it's hard to know what word you want to focus on without having a conversation with somebody because you need somebody that helps see the pattern in your reflection and in your uh, growth opportunity conversations to go, ooh, what if this was a focus? So both my kids, they pick a focus word, something that we've done for years. Sure, and what you get for having me as your mom. So they pick a focus word. I pick a focus word. And then we decide, what does that look like? Yes, we are to pick, I want to be more dedicated this year. Dedication is going to be my word. What does that look like? That looks like when I'm at practice, I put my whole heart into it. That looks like when I get overwhelmed with homework, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to take a break and then rededicate to finishing. Maybe that looks like I'm dedicated to getting up in a good mood. But it really is about just setting your mind to something and following through, which is a word for one of my kids. So when dedication was chosen and I talked about what that could mean and what does that look like, just getting to sit and listen to the things that are important to their hearts was so powerful because they see themselves and we see them sometimes a little bit differently. Knowing where my kiddos are coming from when we're having those, what's your focus for this year going to be conversations. And then knowing where I see them is just as important as a leader having those kinds of conversations with their people. I did a 360 evaluation with a leader. And the neat thing about this 360, and of course, that's like anonymous reflection from your people on the inside was that the thing she was worried about the most was the thing that her employees saw as one of her strengths. So when we're reflecting on the information that had been collected about her leadership style, she was floored that the thing she was most worried about was a thing that she was incredible at. And the thing that she got a couple of growth opportunity comments on was the thing she'd already set goals around because she knew she wanted to work on it, which really made me feel like, you know, you were worried about this thing when you've already done some goal setting on this thing that's bothering them a little because it was also bothering you. You're going to be just as successful. But it wasn't until her and I had that conversation as we combed through the evaluations that she was able to step forward a little more confidently and tackle those goals with a little more force. This is a sidebar where I say, if you're a leader, it is incredibly impactful to do some anonymous 360 evaluations with your people. Let them tell you where you are. Let them tell you how they feel about the space, about the company, about their goals, about where you sit as a team. Let them have an opportunity to share. 
Now, I know we're saying conversations with your people, and that is also fabulous, but I am a huge advocate for doing a survey with your people. Give them an opportunity to be candid and real with you. But when I'm having this conversation with my kids and my kids are telling me the things that they worry about and I'm able to point out some evidence-based stuff that shares, maybe that's not as big of a deal it felt like when I was working with that client. It's a beautiful opportunity to build confidence. And it's a great thing to know where your kids' heads and hearts are. Same as employees. But we had the conversations about how they felt and what their worries were and how their word would apply. And we all have words in our house now. We're all ready to move forward to this school year. And it just makes me excited to know what their focus is. And what do I do with that now that we've, this is my focus. I'm dedicating to this. I really, really think this word could help me after what we've talked about and the things that I want to accomplish. Well, that word, we paint it on a folder. We put it in our vocabulary. We talk about it when we have an opportunity to be better at that word. And it just puts in this focus and this place of growth that they created for themselves. Teaching our kiddos, our people, to set their own goals, to find a focus and fight for it, to want to grow and be better is an incredible gift. Because when you get older, you don't always have somebody pushing you to goal set, to create a focus that might mean you working a little bit harder in one space. For me, as you know, in this entrepreneur life that I'm living, if I didn't set my own goals in my own work time and my own focus, I'd be a hot mess express. Not to say that I'm not, I, I still am, but I'm trying. Teaching the skills of goal setting and finding a focus is an impactful way to help make a school year great. As we move into this new year, I hope that these little small reminders have been helpful. If you don't have kids going to school and you aren't in education, just cross apply it to where you're at. But the three key takeaways I hope that I've given you today are take time to reflect. Give yourself the opportunity to go back and look at last year's goals and to look at last year's wins and to look at last year's growth opportunities because of lessons learned. Fill it all up. Let it all sink in. And then think through what a successful next year looks like. Imagine, build out that success in your head. And if that means you need to build out support because you're nervous about those next steps, do it. Figure out what your plan's going to be. But create an image of you being successful in that next chapter or next year's space. Imagine what that looks like. And be prepared to work to that and have the conversation of what working towards that looks like. And lastly, find your focus. From those two pieces, the reflection and the imagination of success, find a word or phrase that drives you and reminds you of who and where you want to be. You're never too young to start working on your focus. And you're never too old to find a new focus. 
I hope that's been helpful. My challenge this week is to do just that. Find your focus for the school year. And if you're in education, I am cheering you on. You are the heroes building our next generation of leaders, and we all know it. And I leave you with the quote by George Lucas. Always remember, your focus determines your reality. I hope you have a great week, and I hope finding your focus gives you some new energy for this school year. Bye for now. Thanks for listening and being my people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, hook me up with a five-star review wherever you're listening right now. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the People Priority Podcast. They don't miss out on more tips, tricks, and important reminders. All right, I'll see you next week.